0: Sorry, we're closed. Welcome back. We don't need to clap. She can do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, we're closed. Uh, sorry, we're closed. Uh, uh, hashtag on, uh, on Twitter, on TikTok. Almost had a million views. Probably hit a million today. That's pretty solid. Pretty solid. There you are. Yeah, right? Pretty solid. Anyway, question of the day. Question of the day. And I've I've classified this for Sean today uh, as the most the cross uh, cross between um, the sorry we're closed podcast by the Light Brothers here and Tony Robbins. Okay. Very it. it's it's a cross between the two. And the question is, would you rather have a billion dollars? A billion dollars <laughs> today. There's a genie comes around, gives you a billion dollars. Today. Today. In your bank account immediately. You say billion dollars is my choice, billions in your account.
1: It's hard to beat that.
0: Or, here's the Tony Robbins part, be the most content human being who has ever lived. Now, theoretically speaking, a lot of people choose the billion thinking it's going to make them happier people. They have less to worry about. uh, They can do a lot of really cool things, be very happy. Um, You know, this is one of those things where it's like,
1: I understand like conceptually that the better answer is to be more content. Of course. Like a- a- and and the correct answer is to be more content okay. because the reason you get the billion dollars is to solve a lack of content. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So the solution to your problem is to be content, right? But the problem that we're that <clears throat> and the the, the the trouble that most people will face is the fact that like who they are and who they've become has been driven to chase being content and happy by way of financial means mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's a, it, it genuinely is a tough one.
0: I, I think most of these are otherwise we wouldn't pose them.
1: <laughs> i'm gonna say there's enough wiggle room in being the most content human being in the world to choose that lived. one who's ever lived to choose that one i i, I that's that's what that's what i that's what i'm gonna say
0: you know so I am going to go the opposite direction weird <laughs> i'm gonna choose a billion dollars because i don't although being the <laughs> most content human being ever i get, that's when you say the most ever. Like, you're max content. Can you still get... You can still get a billion dollars and be content. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you. Um, And you can still be very content with the billion. (laughs) And you're just not the most... Who has ever lived? Could you be second most? Yeah. (laughs) Would you take a billion to be second most content? I'd be second most.
1: That's a fair point.
0: So, I think I'm going to take the billion because, one, I'm able to do things now that I probably won't be able to do unless I become a billionaire or multi-millionaire. But... See that's
1: the that's the conflict because if you choose my option you don't didn't want to do that to begin
0: with. Not that you didn't want to, you just don't care if you do or do not. You're content in where you are. Doesn't mean uh, if the, this very content person doesn't mean he's not going to enjoy Greece. We're not
1: talking about complacent.
0: No, he's content. He's very he's he's like, a happy I'm, man.
1: I'm I'm as happy as I can be.
0: He's yeah, he's good. Okay. But it doesn't mean the person's not going to enjoy Greece. I
1: don't agree with that. It
0: won't, it won't elevate his life, okay? But he'll okay. still enjoy it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so I'm just there's things that I'll be able to do, but you can't not do those as a content person. You can do them, but if uh, I have enough can. money to do the things that I'm able to do,
1: well, we're not never saying anything about money. Because we did. it's a billion dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. but you never say anything about the money that I have. I'm no. killing it, okay? Because I'm a hardworking <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but here's the here's here's the thing. Why are you hardworking? You have no ambition. You're content.
1: Well, see now, I think you're bordering into complacency because being content, like you look, look at a guy like Ray Dalio, great example right now, absolute gazillionaire. He's got a bazillion dollars in the bank, and he's out there writing books. He is he's on he's on TikTok now. He's teaching lessons, uh, trying to help people, uh, you know, thrive. Does that mean he's not content? If you're saying because I think. I think what you're kind of saying is complacency, like you wouldn't work.
0: It's a, according to the definition of content, there's three different ways to use it. An adjective, verb, and noun. The adjective version is a state of peaceful happiness. Okay. The verb is to satisfy. Okay. And the noun is a state of satisfaction. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you are satisfied, why would you be ambitious?
1: I mean, this, 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 this is interesting, because now, now you're kind of like saying, you're almost saying like being content is like being like reaching enlightenment as, as a Buddhist monk, yeah. where you are just you are present in every moment, you, you are complete. There is a complete absence of want.
0: <laughs> we never talking about Buddhist monks, but isn't
1: that, but isn't that, isn't that uh, what we're, we're saying? About regular
0: here? Joe, he's <laughs> completely satisfied in his life. Why? Why does he, Why is that man striving for more?
1: Because he likes to help people.
0: Okay. So, but so is he just taking the money and giving it to everyone else? What do you? Uh, what do you mean? I'm saying a state of satisfaction. If you're completely satisfied in your life, yeah. Wh- 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 is, is there a need, or is there any way? Is there a part in there to have ambition? Uh, part of ambition is wanting more.
1: Okay. So then, look at Ray Dalio. Who is yeah, yeah, clearly
0: on a philanthropic mission. Yeah, I don't think he's content.
1: So you're saying you can't go out and help people. I mean, this sounds weird, but you're saying, like, on theory, you're not... You can't, like, go serve Ray, the people.
0: That'd be fine, but I'm saying Ray Dalio, Ray, Ray Dalio did not get to... No, his, I, you know, I well, understand that. But content.
1: But, but he's... Like, he, was, he was inherently not content. No, I, no, I totally... You're never going to get like that if you are a content person. Yes. But... Like, I'm thinking, like, okay, like, I'm content, like, financially, like, my needs are met. Completely. Right?
0: In, completely in total.
1: W- completely in total. So, I mean, so that's why I'm going to the Buddhist monk thing, where it's like, you're just completely present. There's no, there, you have a complete absence of want in your mm-hmm. life. Exactly. And, like, that's you. you can, you, you don't good. worry about anything. You're good. So that, but I don't think you, that is like, that's not an average Joe to me. Then I want the billion.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm just saying you're you. You don't want anything anywhere else. You're good. I'm perfect in my life. I love my life. I need nothing else. I want nothing else. I mean, I, I borderline feel like that. I don't think you do. Well, I, why I, would you? Why would you ever? You just work to make your you make a make a living. I mean, you make enough money right now to be fine for the rest of your life. I, I gather that. So why are you trying to get more? Because it's fun. Because <laughs> you want more money. You want to go do other things. You have want, but I'm not content. Exactly.
1: So, but like, what the what's what it's the what it's what it's the fulcrum for me is you're like you're kind of saying that I can no longer serve a purpose. Like I'm no longer I don't have a mission. Like I'm playing Fortnite all day. Okay, so why do you have the mission? Because I like to help people. Yeah, because why? Well, why do I play Fortnite? Because I don't have a, I'm in, I don't, I have discontent with my happiness and I want more of it. <laughs> you want, so uh, then, well I'm, I, then I'm a Buddhist monk.
0: There is a, I mean, there is a reason why you want to help people.
1: Right. It makes you feel good. So why do you, so are so, not content. So then what, so, so what do you, what's my life have to be if I'm completely content? I have no idea. I can't get a bagel in the morning because that I'm
0: already content. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> well, no, I am completely content you're the most content person in the world I don't think you can have be the most content person in the human that's has ever lived and also have ambition
1: is ambition the same as is I don't is, think there's
0: ever been a person that lived I don't I don't I, it's very difficult for me to to think there's ever been a person that lived that 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 ever um like just did things be in no and everything
1: did, is self-serving yeah right I know I get that but that's so a so like by me
0: <laughs> I didn't say any real words there,
1: but but to me the different you're saying here that like I'm I'm just I eat all of the basic stuff I don't I have n no, don't want anything that's living the life of a Buddhist monk walking around praying um, uh, you know meditation uh, being present and I'm not I don't enjoy the other parts theoretically
0: of life. speaking theoretically speaking it's not that you don't enjoy them you can still enjoy the okay things. so that
1: so then I but so, so then,
0: then, then just, okay. I'm just saying it's not adding. To your life. Okay. So but you can still enjoy certain things.
1: So I enjoy helping people.
0: I don't think the only reason you help people, otherwise you wouldn't charge people.
1: That's not true. Well, that is (laughs) true in my case, but (laughs) but like does Ray Ray doesn't need the money? Why is he charging money for this
0: book? Probably because he's not completely content. Is there anybody gonna lose money?
1: So is there anybody out there with a straight philanthropic (laughs) mission? No. So then we got to be a Buddhist monk.
0: I, I, think, I think that's what we're getting to.
1: Okay, so then I want the billion dollars. Back to the billion. Yeah, back to the billion, because I don't want to live like a Buddhist monk.
0: No, neither do I. And, and again, theoretically speaking, because the Buddhist monks exist, the, the most content person that's ever lived has to be even above them. Well, there are actually
1: Buddhist monks, this is crazy, who like put themselves in like a cage. Or, I don't know if it was a cage, but they, like, they meditated to, to death. They met it, like literally meditated themselves to death and they're like preserved. See, it seems you can a bit like much. go see them. Seems a bit much. But I mean you gotta be max content <laughs> to do that. Or insane. Wow. I would likely agree with that. Mm. You so, serve no purpose if you do that. I don't I don't appreciate that.
0: No, i I mean human I think the what we we are, and this is where it goes into a lot of things, and we're not going to dive into this podcast. This is a, a relaxing podcast. I'm over to
1: my podcast for this, so, but
0: yeah, but like if you want to dive into a bunch of different things, if you talk about, you know, humans and all animals, have a survival instinct in them. The reptilian brain. That's where brain. ambition comes from. That's where all these things come from. And you can start. To, you can even start. You know, getting into that that survival instinct into a lot of very politically heavy questions, which again we are not diving into this podcast, but. Contentness is, is in my opinion almost the absence of ambition and I really enjoy what, look ambition. up ambition
1: I want to know the definition okay, of ambition I love ambition too and I, 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 I think that drive is, is, is absolutely necessity and n- necessary <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's necessary
0: <laughs> okay the ambition definition noun a strong desire to do or to achieve something, typically requiring determination and hard work. And there's another second definition: uh, desire and determination to achieve success. Okay, that falls—that's about right. I mean, yeah, that falls right. You're content? Why are you going to do any of these things? You know, there's no point. Yeah. So
1: you're asking now, as a, do you want to be a billionaire or a Buddhist monk? Yeah. It's now a, it's going to be a landslide. <laughs> yeah, Because
0: the thing is, and this is what I, mean, I say: me and you are setting ourselves up for life. We don't retire. And I think on the opposite side of that, the nine to fivers, and not all nine to fivers are like this, but you have a lot of those people who are have been ingrained. the had to save, 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 save. And you, you do in that in that thought process, you talk about ambition to to save more and more and more. When you finally get that, I think a lot of people have trouble spending that money because they're not
1: supposed to. No, I totally agree with that. So
0: now you've for the last fifty years of your life, you've been taught save, 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 save. And now all of a sudden, you get to flip that switch, and now I'm supposed to spend that money. Yeah. How the hell am I supposed to do that? Yeah. So it's the same concept, but just different ends of the spectrum where I think I'm never going to want to stop trying to get more and more and more and more and more and more and more. That's just the type of person I am. And then there's other people that same thing. They want to get more and more and more and more and more, but it's on the save end of the spectrum. Um, I've never been a huge saver. Um, I'm a big, um, as in my my post-baseball career, I'm big on gaining a bunch of money and then putting it into an investment. But, uh, you know, to each their own uh but interesting question and kind of Tony Robbins asks, no?
1: Yeah, I I I do think that. I mean, it's definitely brought me down that that pathway of uh cuz Tony's Tony's real big thing is like he wants you to shift from wanting like to be somebody or wanting the money to wanting to contribute to society. Uh so it's like uh you still do the thing. Like, I still run my business. You still run your business. But you instead of running it to make money, you are running it to, uh, you know, help people get hammered on the weekends, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, that's, that's a lot. Of, a lot of those, they say the money just will follow that. Exactly, uh, you monetize I mean, you need, the mission. You, you just do your thing, and then the money will come. I and mean, theoretically speaking, be, it would I be mean, whatever Tony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever works for you. <laughs> theoretically, though, you're right. Like if I I don't focus on the money at the bars, I focus on the experience of the consumer. Yeah, and make it fun, and then the money follows that, obviously. Um, but. Speaking of never being content, Sorry for close. is brought to you by <laughs> uh, my friends over at WinBet. Speaking Bet. of a billion dollars. <laughs> yes. If you did have that billion dollars, you should go over to WinBet. WinBet is bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to the online sports betting. Speaking of Win Las Vegas, we're going to be out there in July. And I and I hear excited. we'll be bringing the excitement as well. I want to go to the sports book. I think they have a... Fucking sick one, uh. But let's. A I'm bit gonna ahead. take some futures bets on the Mountaineers. <laughs> of course <laughs> you are. Uh, whether you're a recreational player like me and Sean or a serious handicapper, WinBet is your ticket to every exciting wager from straight bets to parlays, teasers, and any exotic proposition wager you can dream up. Sign up today and use promo code XSWC. That is X. SWC, and after placing your first $50 wager, you will receive $200 to bet with. There is also a $10 casino bonus for those in the New Jersey and Michigan if you, are, if you wager $10 as a first-time player. Again, the promo code is XSWC. There is no better way to enjoy sports with some extra winnings in your pocket to use for all the favorite bets. Betting is a team sport. Join the Wibbet team family and bet with the best, a.k.a. me and Sean. Offers subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older to participate. Only available in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Newark, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia trying to speed that up. Yeah, I love you hitting right? that. It's like it's, it's to speed that yeah, up. that was real. Uh, I want to hear
1: more about those exotic <laughs> wagers. So the i i, I the I, is that like betting on the Gatorade? Like, yes, at the yes, Super I think, Bowl,
0: I think that's similar to what it is. A lot of prop bets. A lot I'd of le- prop I would, bets. I, would, I, would, I saw one today the for the goal, uh, for the the NBA Finals game, whatever it is. Yeah. There was a prop bet uh, on the WinBet app about will there be a half court shot. And Interesting. To determine that, for that they have a foot percentage. Like how, like far, what it 240 determines. Feet like that. What determines. That's outrageous. Well, that would be shooting it's from section 212. <laughs> it's 47 feet. Does that Not, make sense? Yeah,
1: basketball court is 94
0: feet. 40 feet or beyond. Here goes Steph Curry up into the nosebleeds. You make a quarter of one cent if you get it correct. <laughs> um, but yes, yes. Question of the day brought to you by WinBet. Uh, I can't wait to go out to Vegas. To be honest with you, I know I'm going to yeah, see Kai go gonna, over at the Wynn Casino. Uh, Excess, be I believe he's playing.
1: Yeah, you're going to go, but I'll I'll probably just hang back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Knowing you, probably <laughs> right. You're probably right. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, WinBet. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they're going to change. They change their. <laughs> you no, know, this is the mo This is
1: this is this is the content they need right here.
0: WinBet, yeah, you
1: I hope okay. they clip that. And, and yeah, put, that, it. put that on their TikTok.
0: Okay. Well, yeah,
1: they're coming to TikTok. It would be great if that became like the, the, st- the thing that everybody stitches. Like the, uh, <laughs> what video lives in your head? Rent-free.
0: <laughs> Win that. You got
1: You think the rent-free video girl gets recognized in public?
0: I wouldn't know her, but... I'm... Only,
1: she'd have to wear like the same thing.
0: And she'd have to be, say be, the be, things <laughs> she said. And be laying sideways on her bed. Stop. Wait, hold on. Just go like this for me real quick. And, and say... What video, (laughs) let's run free in your head. Um, All right, Sean, moving on, as we always do. Please, let's move on. To Red Sox-Yankees. Which is also brought to you by... (laughs) (laughs) It will be... (laughs) (laughs) Red Sox-Yankees, folks. Red Sox-Yankees. I'll start off. I'll start off. Um, Red Sox.
1: Here they are. This is the team.
0: Eight and two in their last ten, there Sean. Go. There goes
1: Patrick reading off the freaking <laughs> the they are. standings again.
0: Okay, well, what are you going to do there, iPad McGee?
1: Uh, I was about to check <laughs> my... iPad w- away. to do. it. All right. The Yankees, they won last night. <laughs> it was a two to nothing game. Garrett Cole pitched as opposed to last week when Cole
0: Hamels was on the <laughs> yes, mound. Cole Hamels. Uh, but anyway, the Red Sox are eight and two. In the, and the reason I'm going to go over these statistics is for one purpose and one purpose alone. And I will tell you that purpose at the end of this. The Red sox are eight and two <laughs> in the last ten thirty three and twenty nine in the year uh four games above five hundred now uh they have the second best win differ- uh, run differential in the in the division um I mean they have played about as good a baseball as you could imagine over the last month and a half let's say month and they play they won well, not, eight and not, two
1: not as good
0: they right. won eight and two in their last ten and in that time period. They lost a game on the on the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Yankees the, are borderline undefeated. And that was the TikTok that I posted this morning from our podcast last week. Was the Yankees are just on another planet? On an absolute I mean, are, another planet? I mean, they are
1: rolling like you would not believe. And
0: that's and that's why I wanted to bring up the Red Sox and how good they've been over the last month. And they can't keep up. They just can't keep up with this Yankee team. Forty-five and sixteen, I mean, they're, nine they're, and one they just continue to win
1: they're done i mean they're by far the best team in baseball
0: yeah i mean the only one that's close to the mets and if you talk we'll just talk about the mets on the look around the league because that division is getting a bit closer than it was um the yeah, mets had a, a huge lead and that's that's coming to a, clo- uh, a, a a huge halt uh but uh the al east has has honestly if we even look at the baltimore orioles AL east we got is five crazy. good teams the orioles are not great but I mean be twenty seven and thirty-six in the toughest division in baseball, you're not that bad.
1: You're just not that bad. Yeah, the NL West is they'd be that's the only other division they would uh also be in last place when every other one they would not just be. A great, that's, you know. They'd be in th- third in the uh NL Central. That's yeah. just not a great place to
0: be. No, it's never been a great place to be with the Reds <laughs> and the Pirates. But you know this this Red Sox club again continues to perform well, and that's really all you can do at this point. You just gotta you just gotta focus on yourselves, but you can't focus on the Yankees. Oh, you almost yeah, at this they're, point they're
1: in a good spot though.
0: You almost at this point have to just consider the Yankees as the, the winner of the division, and let's just move on. Let's now we're talking about wild cards because right now it's still um, the Red Sox, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. They're nine games up, nine games up on the second place on the second place team. team, and a Toronto team who is eleven games over five hundred. No. It's just, it is, it's an outrageous year for the New York Yankees right now. And you just have to consider them the winner of the division, even this early in the season, because there's no point in worrying. You start worrying about winning the division if at the end of July the Yankees are all of a sudden only three games up on the Blue Jays and three ga- and four and five on Tampa Bay and Boston, for example. You, that's when you start thinking, okay, whoa, well, we might have a chance here. Right now, you just don't even worry about it. You worry about competing at a, at a high level with the Tampa, with Tampa Bay and Toronto, and, and you kind of go from there. Because Tampa Bay and Toronto are very gettable for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, they're only three and a half behind the, the Blue Jays. They're only two and a half, I believe, behind the cards covering it. Two and a half behind Tampa Bay. And I, I would argue that they're playing better baseball than both clubs right now. So, from a Red Sox fan's perspective, 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 I'll skip call you on that one. Yeah. From a Red Sox fan, that's what you worry about right now in the AL East. You worry about it isn't now. <laughs> Go talk about the Yankees. This
1: mispronunciation was it's brought to you body. by Winbet. <laughs> We're gonna get so many. We I'm gonna t- an exotic bet is how many mispronunciations we are gonna have today. <laughs> I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna tell WinBet after this, I'm gonna send an email that we did 15 ad reads <laughs> in one. Yeah, we'll podcast. take double. We'll take double this month. All right, Sean, talk about your Yankees. I mean, it,
1: you're right. It is. It is. It's like another day at the ballpark. Every time I turn on the turn on the TV, I mean, they're they're winning. I mean, there's there's it's the same story, just a different week. They're all everyone's doing great. You know, I, I don't really have anything else to add. I, 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 think from the Red Sox perspective, it's like, yeah, like don't even worry about the Yankees. We're in a good spot. We're in the race. We're in the hunt. Let's just get to, let's just get to the postseason. And like, I, I think from the Yankees' perspective, really from just like a guy who's been around sports perspective, I, I, you know, I feel like <coughs> there could be a shift after like the All Star break, right, where where they go away get away for a little bit, uh, and it kind of disrupts the momentum.
0: You know, I mean, let's talk about this. Okay. Let's talk about this. Because, again, you're, you're, you're talking about a club that we talk about the same thing over and over every, every week. Yeah, no, I have nothing They're to good. Yeah, They're good. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Two guys who have both been in clubhouses. Yeah. Uh, I, you've been in a big league clubhouse in spring training. I was. In, I went to, I've worked a couple big league big games. Big league games, yeah. okay. And then you were also in also a, a whole season with the Lakers. Lakers yes. were terrible, but let's just say, <laughs> both of us have been in big league clubhouses. What inside the clubhouse that fans don't see... Let's give an inside perspective here. What inside clubhouses... Miranda, get ready, because we're going to do some stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're going to need these clubs. What inside clubhouses can, again, the fans do not see that could deter this Yankee team and start making them competitive with the rest of the league instead of just blowing everyone out of the water right now? What in there that... It, it, what could cause a little bit of a cancer in that clubhouse other than obviously the, the obvious of a player yeah. that they bring on, let's say at the deadline, and and even though I don't know why they give up prospects at this point, but a player that comes on to the deadline that maybe doesn't mesh with the group. Um, but what inside this clubhouse could do that? I mean,
1: inside the clubhouse, I, I really don't... Like, I think you the, the big thing is always culture. I think the player... And I don't even know that a player necessarily does that. I was on a team. I worked with, the, I mean, this is like embarrassing to compare the two, but when I worked with the Kane County Cougars, <laughs> um, I know, and it's like the worst <laughs> name for, to compare to the uh, Yankees.
0: Shout out Kane County. But congratulations, uh, oh, hey, Ma- Ma- Matt Tenney. Matt Tenney, <laughs> Tenney <you laughs> <are these.
1: laughs> congratulations, Matt Tenney. Matt Tenney. Everybody go follow him. I know I, he has an Instagram. Uh, is
0: re- it pub- public? Mm, well, you I doubt it. You I, it. I, doubt know it. You. I, I doubt it. He follows you.
1: I doubt it. I know. Okay. Whatever. Good job, Matt Tenney. Good job. Um, but you know, I, I think that I don't, I don't even, th- well, Oh, here's what i going to say. The, the, Coug- <laughs> the, the King County Cougars, uh, I, you know, we weren't, we won like 23 of 25 games that year in, in a certain stretch. Uh, and you know, there's guys on the team that maybe you don't necessarily like that much. They're not the favorite guys. Um, there's always those guys. Yeah. There's always a few, a few in there, but you know, i I think like the the normal course of the season, like things like there's disruptions. like, you know, somebody maybe somebody gets hurt, or maybe you know somebody has a bad game, or maybe you have one of those games where the t- other team scores twenty runs. You know, yeah. like I think that those things can shake it. I think that the All Star break is probably the most obvious thing, uh, in terms of in terms of like what can what can shake up the momentum of the squad. I think pressure is another one. Like right now, they're at the point of the season where there's no pressure, everything's rolling, everybody's feeling good. What happens when there's a little bit more pressure on the line as they get to the playoffs? Like think about think about when a team think about like the entire season like that whole team's like yo we're making the playoffs right like that's over so once once you know the red sox come to town for the first first round of the series of the playoffs like all of a sudden the vibe is different there's pressure now and how do they adjust to that because they didn't really they're not gonna probably not gonna see any pressure this year no like getting into the playoffs so i really think that's that's the thing you know in baseball it's such a relaxed environment, you know. They don't like if the team loses. The manager's not coming in and giving a pump-up speech or like getting on guys. Like it's just it's it's such a different experience. It's such a different vibe, and you know, being around like a fun clubhouse that everybody's enjoying, that people are smiling, people are laughing, everybody's in a really good routine. You know, those are the things that you know you just try to keep going and keep trying to facilitate. If you have a good culture, uh, I think you know from my perspective, working with. You know, there would would sometimes be, like, some front office people, uh, you know, not really coaches, but, like, weird. You know, when I worked for the Lakers, there were, like, some weird influences, like, rogue influences from the front office that should not have influenced. We're, like, overstepping their boundaries, and it made it awkward and uncomfortable for, you know, like, one person would be telling a player to do this, and I would be telling a player to do that, and then... I have to like I'm the strength coach but this person is clearly ahead of me in the organization I have to we kind of have to air to that. So uh, you know when there's discontent everybody not everybody's like filling their shoes I think that's where things can get a little messy but right now I think it's going to I re- genuinely think it'll be pressure or like the loss of momentum from an all-star break that will can can shift the can shift the season.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean the thing that I look at this Yankee team that could certainly hurt them. Is the fact that they haven't really h- had to deal with much adversity yet? Exactly. They have a club here. That,
1: I think that's a real problem.
0: Yeah they, they they don't they don't know how they're going to. They're bound to go on a little bit of a skin. They're bound to. It would be it would be really strange if they didn't. Yes, they're bound to. Um, so, in that respect, is how do they bounce back from that? And if there starts to become some type of if there's a couple guys in that clubhouse you know they talk about hitting is contagious but so is slumping so you know next thing you know one guy starts getting a slump aaron Judd starts getting into a slump and then now josh donaldson feels like or john carl Stanton feels like they have to do more mm-hmm. and now they start doing out of their comfort zone they get into a slump and so on and so forth if they can just stay true to themselves uh then they'll be okay but we're talking about a club that has, that has performed well in years past and has not been able to put it together once the playoffs come together. Now, you can talk about that one year where they think the Ashers were cheating. Well, they were definitely were cheating, uh, <laughs> but, uh, not thinking, but that they, they might have been in the World Series that year. Uh, but I think when they, the, the thing that could, that could hurt this team inside this clubhouse is what you won't see from a fan perspective is panic in some of these big guys' minds when they do go into this in probably inevitable slump, if there is that ounce of panic, if there is a coach, and you know, I talk about um, you know uh, a coach that I had in AAA where I had a little bit of panic in my head, this coach decided to talk about it a bunch, and that started going that panic got bigger. <coughs> um, if there's a coach over there that makes a big de- bigger deal out of small things right. that m- he hasn't had to yet, but then maybe someone goes the slump and he does. And that breeds a little bit of, uh, yeah. you know, that brings down Aaron Judge from a 300-hitter with 60 bombs to a 275-hitter with 45 bombs. Yeah, That's a that's a, that's a, a huge drop in, in run production. Um, so I think those are the things you might see, not might see, but if this team were to do that, instead of just saying, oh, well, they're not quite performing as well on the yeah. field – that this actually could be starting in the clubhouse. Uh, well, I that think that's that. I think that's where it'll spiral out. I remember when
1: I was working for the famed Kane County Cougars and we won like literally twenty games in a row. I remember okay. the game we lost. We were playing up in Wisconsin. Uh, God, I can't remember the, the Timber Rattlers, Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, uh, and and they uh, uh, we lost the game. And our hitting coach comes back into the locker room and everyone's you know just doing what they do after the game it's a long season whatever we lost uh and he's like put your phones away every you know like you know this is what, we just lost this game and i remember everybody was like yo we just won 20 games in a row like shut up and then like like for sure when he's like it, like it's like when he's giving you instruction tomorrow you're just looking at him like Dude, shut uh, yeah. you up! You don't trust his judgment. Anymore. Yeah, and you're like this guy. Like this is not my guy anymore. So definitely, how people respond to adversity and, and the challenges uh, is is. And I think that's. I think it would be almost beneficial for them to go through, you know, a ten fifteen game slide where it's like they go, you know, three and seven or something mm-hmm. like that, and a couple times that's probably not even enough. No. Uh, where because because like when the, when the, when the playoffs come around, like they'll face that and that's a different feeling. And then if you're really pressing, you know, I think like if you look at an Aaron judge thing, you know, like if he goes into a slump and then he starts thinking about his contract and it like, you know, I think that's an issue. When I worked for the Lakers, you know, if you watch first take, every single day, they find a way to talk about the Lakers. Somehow, some way they're going to find a way to talk about the Lakers Uh, and first takes on in the weight room. And our guys are in there and they're, uh, they're crushing D'Angelo Russell and D'Angelo Russell is right here. And I remember thinking in my head, like, this isn't good. Like, yeah. how do we, how do we rectify the situation? And, you know, if they got MLB network on, which they and, always do. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know in the big leagues, but in the minors, we always had that on, uh, and, they're talk, talking about Aaron Judge and Aaron Judge is going through a slide, you know, or mm-hmm. I, that's like unimaginable at this point. Yes. But like, I think that those little seeds uh, can certainly. can can certainly fester, and uh, that's where you got to have a good culture and a good staff, a good team in place to to pick them up and presence. rally veteran, veteran presence, presence, which they have a good they have good they, good, do. they, they, they have s- good they they vets, have and presence, their vets have been around, their vets
0: have experience. Yeah, even pressure. Aaron Judge has been around, yeah, he has. Um, so you talk about that stuff, and again, that's something that guys don't necessarily know. Is is yeah. When we're in the clubhouse, TVs are on, mm-hmm. and we're watching. You know, there's a, there's an old. Thought and they're going through Twitter. I've, I mean, oh, how many NBA are. guys are search? I've seen NBA guys searching their, their name needs. on Twitter. Yes, they're humans. Yes, at the end of the day, they're humans.
1: Checking their phones at half times and stuff. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. But I. It, it's just. It is what it is. And this is this is how these things happen. And we talk about the social media area. You talk about all the how these these sports shows that have to fill airtime. Um, you're gonna see these things. you're gonna see that uh, these certain clubs like I remember watching myself on the not top 10 that didn't feel great. you know <laughs> So it's it just these are the types of things these small things that people don't realize that are happening in clubhouses that could change the culture, could change what's going on if you don't have the right people from the neck up, if you don't have the right mindset from the neck up to be able to, to be able to produce here and do what I mean they're on pace of 120 games. that's yeah. a ton of games. yeah um, And again, this club is very good. Uh, so I, I expect them to not have to worry too much about it. But if there was something that could do it, it's something like that. And, and but you know, it's it is you know. I remember I remember when I was in college. We
1: when I went to when I went to Quinnipiac, another very fair comparison mm-hmm. to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my 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 uh, senior year, we made it to the NEC championship game against Robert Morris to go to the to go to the uh, to go to the NCAA yeah. tournament. It was at home, it was at Quinnipiac, uh, and. When I got, I got to the arena normal time, and you know we, normally we get like a thousand people to show up to these games, mm-hmm. like you know four thousand seat arena, so it was never very full. Uh, for this game, I got there normal time, and it was completely it was a gold a sea of gold all but the bobcat fans were out the, for the only time ever mm. uh, and it was like electric the moment i walked in and people were like waving the towels are screaming and stuff and our guys were already out on the court shooting before the game which was so out of character and it was like I, they were for sure like just trying to like soak up the environment and i remember walking into the gym saying this that's probably not good like we're completely like Changed due to the environment, uh, and we did. Event, we did end up losing that game. I, I thought we were the better team. We, we held in there, but we we lost. Uh, and like that moment to me was always like something like we we altered. And it's it's a completely different environment. It's a completely different game. And in playoff baseball, everybody knows playoff baseball is different. And I think when you get there, I think that you know the t- they got the rally
0: towels mm-hmm. going. It's a different. different it's a different
1: animal. Yep. It's not the midsummer nights
0: anymore. Oh, no. and you t- I, I remember. Um, uh, a few years back Aaron judge playing um, playing uh, uh New York New York on a, in like a boom box on the way out of Fenway Park after beating the Red Sox and the Red Sox went on to sweep him afterwards yeah and it's like well that doesn't sound like Aaron judge that does I mean although his character might be different in so some, true but as a player that doesn't sound like him you know a guy that we've seen kind of in an extraordinary professional manner mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, he's doing that and now the Red Sox go on to sweep this team you know do you change in the playoffs you can't do that uh, but Look around the league now. We, we've, we've touched on what could happen to this Yankee team. I don't think either of us envisioned <laughs> something happening to this Yankee team. Not yet, at least. But I, I am still uh, cautious about them in the playoffs because they have yet to show that they can produce I, that. I agree. Uh, but look around the league. We just talk about the rest of the AL before we move on to the NL. Um AL Central, Minnesota, continues to take control of that division, although only two and a half games up. Uh, and, uh, but Cleveland, had, I believe, has now jumped the White Sox. I don't know if they had they had that last week, but the White Sox have quite a bit of turmoil over there. Uh, no one knows what's going on. We've got Lance Lynn yelling at a at a, um, at a bench coach about shifting. Uh, it just seems like disarray, dysfunction. Uh, I don't see the White Sox doing all that much this year. Russa, just
1: they're trying to get La Russa out. It yeah, like.
0: it, they just don't seem like a, a, a great club right now. Uh, and then the AL West, te- Houston still holds uh, an eight and a half game uh, lead on the on the Texas Rangers as well, which I, I did, theoretically didn't really see. Although they did make some good moves to make their team better, uh, but they're below five hundred. The only team above five hundred in that division is Houston, um, as well in comparative to the AL East, which is four of the five teams are above five hundred. Uh, so a weak division at that. Uh, and the Angels, who knows if they've turned it around? It doesn't seem like it. Uh, but they had lost 13 in a row. Uh, they ended up breaking that streak on the final game against my Red Sox. Uh, they've been two and eight over the last ten, lost two in a row again. Uh, not much to talk about there. Great
1: strength department, though.
0: Uh, we will, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go from top <laughs> bottom here. You have care to the strength department. Uh, NL West, although the San Diego Padres have more wins than the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, they have also more losses, so they are even at the top. Although the Dodgers have a better winning percentage, so they have they have the nod at this moment. San Francisco, another great team. Uh, Arizona playing eh, and Colorado playing eh. Uh, tough division. I don't I don't know that it's, it's just as good a division as the AL East, but certainly no in the AL East is a runaway. But I think it's certainly in the conversation. You have three teams that are have 35 plus wins. Um, all three of them are very good, but when you talk about the Arizona Cardinals, you probably Arizona and um, the Colorado probably not as good. Uh, the NL Central, one of the probably the weakest division, maybe along with the NL the AL West and the AL Central. Uh, St. Louis uh, two and a half game lead over Milwaukee, uh, and Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Cincinnati have no chance. Uh, they are not not good clubs. Um, and then finally, NL East, which is becoming an interesting. Uh, division. Uh, the Mets were were similar to the the Bronx Bombers in absolutely taking the division, and now the Atlanta Braves are on a 13-game winning streak. They have closed the gap. Wow. They are five games back now, 36 and 27. The Philadelphia Phillies, eight and two after the since their last ten after firing Joe Girardi. That's always interesting to me. It is always interesting to me as well. It shows that maybe the they have a little dong, fun now. Ding dong, the witch is gone. And, and most people love the bench coach. More than the so Manitou. true. That's such a, everybody rallies it's behind a, the yeah. old faithful, old faithful because he be more fun. It doesn't be a it doesn't be anything. Yeah. Um, Miami and Washington probably not going to compete this year, uh, but interestingly enough, Philadelphia was in the doldrums and now has catapulted themselves to third place, nine and a half back. Still have a lot of work to do, but Atlanta putting the pressure on the on on Queens, the New York Mets. I'm interested, similar to what we just talked about the Yankees, to see how the Mets handle yeah, this. They like haven't had much pressure all year. Um and now you talk about that the the classic Mets crumble. Um, <laughs> can they handle this pressure? Can they continue to win ball games? They're six and four in their last ten on a two game win streak, but can they handle this type of pressure with a realistic opponent behind them? Hot I,
1: take: No, they can't.
0: It's certainly you know. It I don't even know if that's a hot take <laughs> because the Mets have historically not done that, uh, but certainly. Um, the Certainly. Braves are a good team,
1: man. Yeah, I mean, uh, Let's see if they have a, a game. Uh, they won the uh, World Series last year. A series coming. They up. did
0: lose Freddie Freeman, but it's it's a it's a good club. It's a it's a really really good club. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can tell you, do they have anything coming up? Uh, they don't.
1: They play the Braves next. On 7-Eleven, <laughs> uh, I think
0: I think all divisions are pretty much playing each other yeah. in July. That's it's seemingly what I know the AL East is doing that, and typically that means everyone's pretty much doing that. Yeah. Um. So we we'll well, we got a
1: Subway Series, we got a Subway Series in July, a wow. two gamer.
0: Wow, that's exciting.
1: That is exciting.
0: Speaking of exciting, WinBet is bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Getting all your favorite teams, players, and sports from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. And they have what you need to win. Sign up today and use promo code XWSWC. I I correct myself, XSWC. SWC stands for Sorry We're Closed. And after placing your first $50 wager, you'll receive $200 to bet with. There is also a $10 casino bonus for those in New Jersey and Michigan if you wager $10 as a first-time player. Again, promo code is XSWC. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. To participate. Only available in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. I'm actually pretty good at that.
1: <laughs> you slamming that fine print at the end.
0: Slamming the fine print. Uh, but uh, that's your look around the league. Let's take a look around other components of sports. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a nice name for this segment yet. But we're going to start we're going to stay in baseball for the first part. We're going to end in basketball. Um... The first fun part I want to talk about, Miranda, bring up the Cubs Twitter. Uh, Cubs Twitter oh, has not much to talk about, so they decided to go after their own people that are talking to back at them, <laughs> and Cubs Twitter, I'm going to bring it up on my page here because I tweeted about it, and I just said with a simple quote, what is going on in Chicago? Many responses talking about uh, complete uh, <laughs> disarray. The I will talk about it now. The Chicago Cubs... Uh, respond to something. I, I only have a screenshot here. But the Chicago Cubs respond to something saying, I expect your tears all over the timeline in a few hours. Fishy, at Colin Douglas 10, responded, screenshotted for later. I assume he thinks that it will be deleted. Mm-hmm. The Cubs respond, Good job. I'm sure you'll get one retweet and three likes and give yourself a nice pat on the back. Fishy responds, you're literally 23 and 37. Stop laughing my ass off. Cubs, come on back. You're a teenager on the internet tweeting at a baseball team Twitter account. And that's the end of the screenshot. So that's all I have for you. But Cubs Twitter apparently has let loose. Oh, this is becoming a theme. I don't know. I, I just saw this screenshot, <laughs> and it seems like people, everyone's talking about it right now. Cubs kind of going off the rails. They think maybe they hired some new social media interns and they decided to go rogue. Hired Dave Portnoy to run their Twitter. So Cubs Twitter again, not much to talk about, but Cubs are now are now being talked about.
1: I yeah, know That's interesting, isn't it? Wendy's, who is like also just a savage Twitter. I don't know if bro- they
0: still do it, but years ago they really let they were him just him do, like do which was so people. fucking funny. I know I it is it. It is funny. This, I, I mean, making fun of a teenager seems like. Maybe a little below the belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to go after people and give like clever responses. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, seems yeah. like you're a loser trying to, re- you know, and you're giving terrible comebacks. You're not witty
1: at all. Well, yeah, I, and it's interesting. Like, we almost like, a, we almost like, th- it's almost like we think that the manager the general manager is the guy running the yeah, Twitter. It it's absolutely not. It's just it's just like a guy or a girl who just like it has a job. Yep. And they're just sitting there with I remember the guys who ran like the, the like the Lakers accounts uh, on their on their phone. It's like, literally, a guy on their phone posting to the Lakers' Twitter. Uh, and I'm just like, it's just like somebody who has nothing to do with the ops or or anything like that. And, uh, it's just like that's such a fascinating dynamic to me that there's like just a guy in a cubicle fighting with a teenager on the <laughs> internet.
0: Seriously, um, it is, it's interesting. And we all, we've all seen, we've heard of GMs, we've heard of owners having burner accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just saw people thinking that I have one on Reddit, which uh, my my account on Reddit is Pat Light. So is, re- is Reddit c- sweet? I don't know. I've some really people really it, like I it. Really use it, um, but for some reason, there's notifications on my phone about it, so I got to turn those off. Uh, but anyway, um, we've all seen the burner accounts. This is clearly not a burner account. No, they're full. Uh, and they're going full sense. So I, I mean, it's certainly worth keeping an eye on. Uh, if the Cubs have decided, hey, listen, let
1: loose. I know That's like it feels like a very like more modern team thing. Like the yeah. old school teams, like she stick to like the classic baseball. I don't know what, what would Is be a a, p- what would be a team that would this would be like this would like fit fit for like a, like mm. a newer expansion team or something. I mean, like, no,
0: I mean if you're t- oh, oh you're saying uh, like going crazy on Twitter, yeah, a-
1: just to be like just going savage. Does any team have that have that like mentality
0: mentality? I don't know. Maybe like, I feel like. I don't even know a newer team that yeah, would do like something. Like a, the like, new teams are like the Diamondbacks. I think the Milwaukee, I like the Milwaukee Brewers have a solid social presence. Yeah. Um, I don't know who would go after people. Though. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not traditional of anybody. Not traditional. <laughs> no. Not traditional. Uh, but certainly interesting, the Cubs not having a good season and have turned to social media to make them uh, noteworthy in on podcasts like ours.
1: Either that or somebody is... Uh, About to get fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking for a job. Could be both.
0: Uh, <laughs> say, hey, listen, we, we told you to... Go a little, have a little fun. Don't go this crazy. Um, and the other look that I want to end in on baseball, as far as, or and in basketball, as far as a look around other sports. Have you seen the fake Clay Thompson? Oh my God! Yes, I did. So I briefly
1: saw this on on Twitter this morning. All I saw was that he was banned for life yep. from Chase Center. Apparently, he just walked past security. I watched the video. and
0: shot around on the court. Yes. What kind of what kind of jumper do you have? So he, they only showed like three shots they were all swishes. It was clearly not Clay Thompson shooting. I, <laughs> <Like he's laughs> Wait, so he was
1: swished three shots?
0: Yeah. Was it like Who knows a, how long he's out Was there? it like an athletic looking jumper? It was good enough. Okay. It was good enough. Yeah. I knew he's kinda of a little chubby, right? Yeah. The thing here that I that we need to talk about, and this is what we need to talk about as far as the security staff. Kay. He showed up in full uni. <laughs> Unless I am unaware of something, I don't believe Clay Thompson has probably ever showed up to the arena full uni.
1: So let me give you a little insight, I and mean, probably is probably very very similar. But what it's like sh- wa- like walking into an NBA arena through like the team entrance. So at every single arena, there is a guy or a lady just stationed there at like a little folding table, mm-hmm. and they have a little basket. You go through a metal detector, and you go in, and the, the entrances are, like, remote. It's like, the, it's hard to find. Uh, a lot of them are underneath the arena. Uh, you know, in Dallas, actually, the Dallas arena, the, the entrance into the arena is, like, a couple blocks away, and it goes, like, underground under a couple streets and in. So you'd never know it was there. Uh, so, like, just getting there, you know, is... You know, like it's you give, like a, sense, yeah, you give off this sense. Yeah, you give off the sense that like who yeah, else would be walking yeah. through this, right? And you know, you, you like it, you know, it's one of it's truly one of those things where it's just like, yep, I I freaking belong here. I belong here. And what I used to do, I I I I never really did this on purpose. You know, in baseball, in, in baseball, you don't wear your your apparel outside of the stadium right because yeah. they call called billboarding you're showing off whatever basketball's not like that you wear your sweatsuits all over the place right but it was I just come for baseball so it was a little uncomfortable for me to do that so at you know a lot of these places I was walking in without any Lakers garb I was I was you know well before the team so I wasn't with all the players uh, so I'd just be walking in and I after you know 10 games or so I started to think like you know, I don't, I don't show any, I never show my credential to get in. I have one, but I never show it. Uh, and I would, there was only, and and I would, I would even walk onto the court, uh, wearing like Nike, like not even a Lakers shirt. Uh, and nobody ever stopped me. I just walked on only one place. Did I get stopped walking onto the court and I was in San Antonio. Uh, but it is just really like you, it is weird that he showed up in full uniform, but, it is stunning how many places you can get in life just by acting like you own it. There was a guy a couple years ago, I think, who just walked in the team entrance uh, to the games for and he like went to the games and he like documented it on Twitter or something. He didn't go shoot around. I think he gets I think he deserves
0: to get banned for shooting around. The thing is, and this I, if I'm a GM or an owner of the club, I think it's pretty cool. I, mean, I want to lean into it, but I'm a little concerned about the security. Well, and I'm a little too concerned about the security. And I also, you have to do something drastic so other people don't start trying. Yeah, you especially, especially you like fake Clay Thompson. He's kind of popular. Yeah,
1: and you, I like you, almost kind of want to lean into that, uh, but you have to address the security. You have
0: to address the security, and you have to address the guy who did it because you can't. If you don't, if you lean into it as the Golden State Warriors, you're almost promoting people to do it. Same yeah. thing as running onto the field. I just saw a guy run onto the field in, out in Philadelphia, and you saw the cops smiling. But he he rested them. Yeah. He's like, all smiling, like, I got buddy, you yeah, got it, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, all yeah, right, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. cool. You see him smiling and enjoying it, but you gotta put him in jail. Yeah. Because you're promoting now people to do it. Yeah. Then you if you if if it's just, okay, hey, come on, get off the field. Lots of people are gonna start yeah, doing it. Yeah. And you don't want that. You yeah. want you want repercussions yeah. for yeah, that exact the reason. I can tell you another story about me going into Minnesota. We were on a, going on a road trip and I walked to the field. Obviously, in baseball, I'm sure in basketball they had gated parking lots. Um and now you—that's the player's entrance is the, in, through the gated parking lot, uh, where fans can't get in. Um, and uh, I—I was—I was staying in a hotel two blocks away, so I would walk. So I had my my luggage with me because we're going on a road trip after the game, and I'm, I have my luggage with me, and I would walk through the concourse. I'm there seven hours <laughs> before the game, sure. um, but I'm walking through the concourse, and I get to the i. Old man, very very nice. Uh, just doing his job, and he goes, "Hey, listen, you got you got to walk through, you got to go through the metal detector." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll go through the metal detector." And I was like, "Do you want stuff out of my pockets?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right." So I start taking my stuff out of my pockets, and um, and I have my luggage, and he goes, uh, "I go through or whatever, I'm fine." And he's like, "You're gonna have to open that suitcase and get stuff out of it." And I, I'm a nice man. <laughs> Even me was like. No, that's I'm not. I'm sorry, man. That's just it. In my whole it's just life, It's like
1: you, you're at that point, you're like this guy knows does he does not know. know I'm a player. Yeah.
0: And although I'm showing a player card here, yeah. he just he is not trained to see that that card right. because the people down there are right. not. Hit, uh, you know, players go through the concourse, right. and so fi- luckily someone had come by right at that moment when I was doing it, and they were like, "Oh no, he plays. You let him in," and so he did. Again, he was just doing his job, but at Minnesota, great security. <laughs> and an actual player gets stopped. Uh, so the moral of the story is yes, you can do a lot of things if you just act like you know what you're doing. Uh, if you don't question things, you don't look around, you don't ask questions, yeah. um, and you can get away with a lot. Fake Clay Thompson. I used to I I've got, done got to shoot around for game <laughs> three of the NBA finals. I used to I remember when I was
1: at Quinnipiac. And like during like regular days, we I'd go to the arena, get some shots up, go to practice, whatever. And the people that would be around the arena, like the staff and stuff, they're like janitors, they're you know working on stuff. They're like outside contractors doing stuff. And like I I, whenever I go to like I was just at Vanderbilt and I wanted to go in their football field, and you see all these like people milling around. Hmm. And then I was like it's those people it's they don't work here they have no authority and so i just walk in and go onto the field i did that at alabama i did that at notre dame uh i did you know i anywhere i go i always do that but it's kind of the same thing where it's like i mean yeah they work here but like they don't know they don't know who you are and they don't want to you know you're walking in like you own the place you're in full uniform (laughs) they think that's weird but maybe you're quirky
0: (laughs) quirky guy you know i tell you what clay thompson looks a lot more fit on tv (laughs) oh my goodness yeah I, I, it is. It's interesting, and again, if you act like you own the place, you can do a lot. Of, can do a lot of damage in a lot of places. Oh, you really can. Which is, uh, you know, when you talk about security, a little, little concerning. Little concerning.
1: I do. I, I. Opie loves when I do this. When I just walk into restaurants or hotels like I own oh the place God, and just go that. to the bathroom.
0: Ah, oh, God, just follow the rules. That's fine. Private bathrooms. Sorry. Um. Anyway. <laughs> I have nothing to say <laughs> anyway, after that. Anyway, I mean we yeah, we're not we only need to dive into the private bathrooms. Um but um that's it. That's all we got today. Question of the day, we're going back to the question of the day. Um uh we will, however, we can talk about we will be making some picks on the podcast. Um and we will be diving into how poor we are at gambling probably. <laughs> um we're probably I guarantee you we're going to get roasted for some of our picks. So okay. I just want to take the Red Sox money line every night. <laughs> Seems, seems valid. We're pretty good. I think the We're Yankees will
1: always win.
0: That's probably a good one, too. <laughs> you not win much money. Uh, but, yeah. Um, anywho. Uh, question of the day. That's where I was going to. I'm getting phone calls right now. Question of the day. Uh, we had... Let's refresh. We had 94 votes with five minutes left. Uh, 58.5%, Sean, taking a billion dollars, 58.5% taking billion dollars, 415 taking being the most content human being that has ever lived. And I think a lot of people are going to uh, resonate with both of our, our, although it took us a while to get there. I think both of you are going to resonate with what we said that you don't need to be the most content having a billion dollars. You can yeah. do a lot of things.
1: The comments, the comments are, uh, are... You know pr- pretty sat pretty smart I think they they have a good thought process here
0: okay well drew G says one d- can definitely become content while also having a billion dollars I think that's intelligent uh, Mora said billion contentment leads to complacency you can def you can do a lot of charity work with a billion dollars certainly and then Richard Kalugna jr who is a frequent responder to the question of the day gotta go with content he's the only one in the group <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I, think it. I think, I think Moira, Moira is onto it there with like the contentment versus complacency deal. Like, I think that's that's really the, you know, that's. Re- I think that's a big that's a big part of it.
0: Yeah, as do I. Um, oh well, there you go. Question of the day. Question of the day. Once again, brought to you by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Join the WinBet team. My myself and my brother are a part of that club and bet with the best. I don't know if we're the best, but uh, they've got your ticket to every straight bet, parlay, teaser, and props, wagers, all the right fingertips. The WinBet app is easy to use, so play with the most trusted brand in the industry. Sign up today and use promo code XSWC, and after placing your first $50 wager, you receive $200 to bet with. There is another $10 casino bonus for those in New Jersey and Michigan. Again, the promo code is XSWC. Offer subject to change, Turn to the fuck. <laughs> Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older. Participate only available in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia. I did not speed that up in in podcast format. I actually talked that fast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us. Question of the day, another, show of the, another episode of Sorry, We're Closed. And until next time, gamble with Winbet. Yes. Sorry. We're close.